welcome to Easy, Easy Bake, Bake Takes. Takes, a podcast where we read you the one-star reviews of your favorite movies and more. My name's Kat. And I'm Riley. And this week, we're doing Barbie as Rapunzel. And this is a movie I grew up watching. You know when you watch something, you have a memory of that movie? And you rewatch it, and it's it's not the same. That's how it felt. Yeah, same here. I was like, did I watch this? I know I watched this a bajillion fucking times. I did not retain any of it. I didn't retain any of it except for Penelope. <laughs> like I remember Penelope. I don't. I didn't remember the fucking rabbit. How she sounded. Oh, yeah. I didn't remember the rabbit at all. That was the yeah. most. For- I was like, there's a rabbit in this. He was the most forgettable thing. I forgot he was there during the movie. <laughs> exactly. But he- we'll save this. We'll save this. Yeah, Hold yeah. on. Yeah. We'll move on. Yeah. So Barbie Rapunzel was a straight to, straight to DVD. VHS. Or yeah, VHS. Yeah. It's made in 2002. It's unrated. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, straight to video stuff usually is. Mm-hmm. It's obviously a children's movie, but mm-hmm. I just love that it says unrated. It's NC-17, it's actually. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll go ahead and read the plot. Oh, it's an hour and 24 minutes. Same as Princess of the Popper. These are not long movies. Go ahead and read the plot. The story is told by Barbie to her little sister, Kelly, who is insecure in her painting abilities. Terrifying to look at. Terrifying to look at and also like, I know it's a story, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> but it's like the time difference. I don't know how it helps her painting abilities, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a long ass story just for her to go, okay, I'll paint something. <laughs> I'll paint something for my dreams, I guess. <laughs> Rapunzel is a young woman with long, floor-length hair who lives at, as a servant to the wicked witch Gothel. Gothel claims she saved Rapunzel from abandonment as a baby and resents Rapunzel's hobby of painting pictures, the places she liked to go someday. Gothel's manor is magically isolated from the rest of the world, so Rapunzel's only friends are Penelope, a young dragon, and Hobie, an anxious rabbit. One day, Rapunzel and her friends inadvertently open a secret passage where Rapunzel finds a silver hairbrush engraved with a message from her parents affirming their love. This leads Rapunzel to question Gothel story. They also find a mutilated portrait of a man. Following the secret passage, Rapunzel is led to the kingdom outside. She saves young Princess Katrina. Hello. Ooh, what a name. <laughs> what a beautiful name they gave Kelly's character. <laughs> From a pit trap with the help of Katrina's elder brother, Prince Stefan. He <laughs> I laughed so hard when I heard his name <laughs> for the first time. I, I watched this twice because sometimes, mm-hmm. I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm in. But I thought his name was Botticelli. That's the horse's fucking name. That's the horse's name. <laughs> the one with the giant fucking eyes. <laughs> they don't know how to do horses back then, did they? It's so wrong how they do horses. It's so bad. <laughs> um... <laughs> Where was I? Stefan. Uh, uh, Stefan, Stefan. He explains the trap was set by King Willem. Wilhelm. Oh, Wilhelm of the neighboring country, who has an ongoing feud with Stefan's father, King Frederick. Rapunzel leaves in a rush without learning Stefan's name to avoid Gothel discovering her disappearance. However, Gothel's pet ferret, Otto. Oh. <laughs> Allow <laughs> me, mistress. <laughs> he makes the weirdest fucking noises. Oh, who spies on Rapunzel for his mistress, tells Gothel all that happened. When Rapunzel insists she doesn't know Stefan's name, Gothel destroys Rapunzel's art and supplies and transforms her room into a high tower. Gothel also threatens to punish Penelope's father, Hugo, if he does not keep Rapunzel prisoner. That night, as Rapunzel sleeps, the hairbrush magically transforms into a paintbrush. By God. <laughs> Jesus came down. Jesus came down. He did. He sprinkled his magic on her brush. He said, let there be paint. <laughs> he turned that paint into 40 loaves. <laughs> he turned those berries into wine. And he fed Rapunzel. a whole field <laughs> off of five 
loaves of bread and two fish. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> DreamWorks wishes I could create this story. <laughs> um, the puzzle attempts to use the paintbrush on her on the tower wall. A portal to the kingdom magically appears. Rapunzel uses it to meet Stefan again, though she insists he never tell her his name for fear of Gothel. Stefan gives her an invitation to the masquerade ball that night. Returning to the portal of the tower, Rapunzel paints herself a beautiful costume, but it, it's again portrayed by Otto. Gothel cuts off Rapunzel's hair, shatters the paintbrush, and destroys the tower side of the portal. When Rapunzel once again cannot give Stefan's name, Gothel puts a spell on the tower to never release its lying prisoner. Chains Hugo, intending to come back later and punish him. With the help of Hugo, Hobby, and Penelope, Rapunzel escapes the tower as she never lied about not knowing Stefan's name. The spell does not affect her. At the ball, Stefan is attacked by a disguised Gothel wearing Rapunzel's hair. <laughs> she was crazy for that, but I kind of, <laughs> she kind of looked good though. Slay. Yeah, she kind of did. Partial slay. Partial slay. <laughs> <laughs> King Wilhelm and his army also infiltrate the castle. Wilhelm accuses Frederick of kidnapping his daughter many years ago. The source I of told the you feud. I did not. <laughs> For the thousandth time, I don't have your fucking daughter. <laughs> Send him to the principal's office <laughs> at, at once. <laughs> Gothel then reveals that Wilhelm was the man in the portrait. She loved him, but when. Could have been my daughter. <laughs> But when he did not return her love, she destroyed the picture and kidnapped his child to start a feud as revenge. Girl boss. <laughs> Gaslight. Gaslight gatekeep. <laughs> Literally a child. <laughs> Gothel tries to kill Wilhelm, but Rapunzel arrives and Gothel attacks her instead. Wilhelm recognizes Rapunzel as his daughter and Rapunzel and her friends trick Gothel and Otto into running through the kingdom side of the portal. Gothel is trapped forever in the tower because of her lying heart and her other spells are broken, releasing Hugo. Rapunzel is reunited with her biological parents and marries Stefan. The feud ends and the two kingdoms are united. In the end, Kelly feels better and begins painting after Barbie reminds her that creativity is the true magic in art. I didn't think that was the lesson, but Barbie's word is law, so. Yeah. Who am I to argue with Barbara Roberts? Barbara Roberts. Is that her full name? I don't know. Pretty sure her last name's Roberts. I believe you. We have our director, Owen Hurley, who's directed a lot of video games, other Barbie movies, and Casper Hunt for Christmas. Roberts. It is Barbara Roberts. It's Barbara Millicent Roberts. Millicent? Millicent. Like Millie. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, you're good. He's directed a lot of video games, other Barbie movies, and Casper Haunted Christmas. The writers are Cliff Ruby and Alana Lesser, who did Balto, which we learned last week. Mm-hmm. And they did Dink the Little Dinosaur. It was like a TV series of one season. I was so tempted to write that down. I was like, there's a chance she knows it, but I'm not gonna. And I do. This is this goes deep in my childhood. I forgot this existed until I read it. I was like, Dink the Little Dinosaur. Holy shit. And I was obsessed with this as a child. But you could only find it at one Blockbuster in Euless. So mm-hmm. where I went to my aunt's house and she would take us to Blockbuster, I would go to that section and grab Dink the Dinosaur. And I love that shit. Now I'm going to rewatch it. That's so you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just saw who plays Gothel. Who is it? That's Morticia Adams. Is it really? That's hilarious. That's fucking Morticia. Love Angelica Houston. Yeah, she's great. I'm upset I didn't recognize her voice. Yeah, you should be ashamed. I am. <laughs> the fucking Adams Family box set that's up here is looking at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, staring real hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
we have our writers, Cliff Ruby and Laura Lesser, who made all those things. And we also have Sarah Mays, who wrote the other one. Now we have our cast, Kelly Sheridan, who plays Barbie slash Rapunzel. Angelica Houston plays Gothel. Priest Summer, who plays Penelope. Ian James Corlett, who plays Hobby slash the Palace Guard. Priest Summer has voiced a lot of stuff. That character voice is so familiar. Atlantis. Yeah, she was in Atlantis. I saw that. But everything else, I, I never watched. Mark Hildreth plays Stefan. David Kay plays Hugo slash the general. And Peter Kellamis plays Otto slash skinny swordsman. <laughs> so that's the bulk of the characters or the cast right there. All right. So I only have a few trivia facts. Understandable. Mattel had originally wanted to make a series of Barbie princess animated films where Barbie plays a different princess each movie from a classic fairy tale, Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora, etc. But out of fear of copyright with Disney, these plans were abandoned. This is where the film materialized as Disney at the time of this film's release had not yet made a Disney princess movie based on Rapunzel. Ironically enough, Disney's Tangled, which is based on Rapunzel, took a lot of inspiration from this film. I'm not gonna lie, I think half the reason I forgot a lot about this version <laughs> is because I watched Tangled and I was like, oh, this is good. This is good. This is good shit. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> this is fucking good. And it is good. It's so good. I would have to rewatch Tangled. Oh, it's so good. It holds up. I remember liking it. I remember like not wanting to go see it and I had to see it for some reason. I was like, okay, mm -hmm. that was kind of good. <laughs> I remember my second oldest sister taking me and Serena to go see it and then her husband does not stay awake during movies. <laughs> you put it on, he falls asleep. It was like the first movie they watched together that he like stayed awake the whole time. Oh, that's cute. That was before they got married, but like she walked down the aisle to a I See the Light from Tangled. So cute. That's that's really sweet but it's a, it's a fucking good movie it it's is so good <laughs> i love that movie i love that people have pointed out that the chameleon looks like pedro pascal and now i can't unsee it and his name's pascal <laughs> Pascal. that's yeah. so cute yeah i want to rewatch it now pascal has aries energy i get it yeah that makes sense rapunzel's paintings seen in her tower are real paintings created by artist amanda dunbar digitally inserted into the film dunbar agreed to lend the filmmakers permission to use her works because she liked that the movie encourages art as a use of use of expression oh, that's so sweet yeah it's really nice really sweet there was a game on barbie.com of her like painting but i think it was based on barbie swan lake it was like a mixture of the two but we're playing a video game from barbie swan lake it's like one of those games where like you had the background and you could bring in all the little animals or plants and just decorate the background i think we're thinking of the same one i would spend hours on this thing. see i would do the supermarket one where you're like babysitting kelly as a baby <laughs> i love that you gotta go to the supermarket mm -hmm. and click on the ingredients and they hop into the cart i love that i would spend hours on that shit. i love that so much <laughs> Oh, God. I found a website that has a lot of those games archived. Can you send that to me? you can still me? play them. Yeah, I'll send it to you after Thank this. You. It won't give you a virus. There's there's a YouTuber named Lee Speaks, and she has a she posts about, like, lost Flash media, basically, because, like, Flash players, it's not a thing really anymore. Mm-hmm. And so half the games we played as kids like don't really work, but she talks about this website and like that's it's like the safest way you can still play these games without <laughs> destroying your computer. Yeah. But I'll send you that. Yeah, send me the link. In an attempt to heal the nation on February 14th, 2021, podcast hosts Richard Martin and Alexander AJ Jones of the Cult Popshire podcast released an 18 plus hour comprehensive podcast reviewing the 37 Barbie films. The retrospective took over a month to prepare and features numerous guest speakers as well as an original song specifically for the podcast. I thought that was interesting. I don't know who these people are. I don't either. I saw there's somebody on YouTube who did that. Did it right before the Barbie movie came out. He was like, I watched all 37 Barbie movies, so you don't have to. It's like, okay. <laughs> 
So critic reviews. What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, I'm jumping. I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> I know you're excited. <laughs> so after reading those trivia facts what did you think of the movie okay the first thought that's in my head currently is that i had a life-size barbie doll as a child that was three feet tall jesus <laughs> and it was a rapunzel barbie doll she had like a little like velcro hair extension and i took the extension off serena cut the hair of the actual <laughs> barbie doll so i couldn't fucking use the hair extension anymore because she wanted to be a hairdresser what does she do now she's a fucking lawyer didn't pay off it's still sore it's oh, my heart still hurts touchy touchy subject <laughs> yeah so i had that i yeah i watched this a lot like you were saying like i don't know why i didn't retain a lot of it mm -hmm. i think i the first word i knew how to spell as a child was barbie so i could log on to barbie.com and play the games on there that's fucking funny oh my god i would just sing the barbie theme song because they spell it out and i would go i would sing it as i typed it in to go play barbie games <laughs> legit was the first word i knew how to spell Love and that. if that's not their marketing done well i don't know what is no kidding and also that's probably exactly what mattel always wanted mm -hmm. i guess my brain was filled to the brim with other barbie things so it just pushed this out i still vividly remember like barbie as the nutcracker in the nutcracker or whatever mm -hmm. i love penelope still like i only remembered penelope she's so brave lover <laughs> <laughs> yeah that weasel is weird he makes like the weirdest noise that made Austin was in the room with me. It made him like jolt up when he what made that watching? noise. Like, did he just make that noise? As he's acting as a pillow for this woman, like, and he uses his tail to cover her eye. It's so gross. The police need to look into that woman. <laughs> I liked it still like it was I had a fun time watching it mm -hmm. it wasn't I mean it's a Barbie movie it was kind of similar experienced with like Princess and the Popper. I do commend them on like making their movies interesting still though like it yeah like I was still involved it was kind of well done yeah not the CGI but no <laughs> it's the Sims 2 yeah but for a Sims 2 movie, it's done pretty well. <laughs> Everything else. Yeah. Hey, I've seen worse Sims 2 music videos. <laughs> the song that like plays over it is like such a 2000s, like early 2000s pop song. Yes. And it's like kind of, a, it was a little jarring for like what the movie is. I was like, we could have gotten something a little more like timeless sounding, mm -hmm. but, like the the ambiance you know but it's like a fucking girly pop 2000 song loved it loved it just threw me off <laughs> it's just like oh i don't i don't remember it sounding like that okay <laughs> yeah but like i was saying with like uh, tangled i i it, tangled is a better rapunzel movie yeah now i have the expectation of tangled in my head and I'm watching this and i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> it's not tangled but as a kid this was my only rapunzel movie so i fucking loved it you know mm -hmm. yeah i was just really surprised how much i still was engaged in this movie regardless of that though they might be animating it on a game boy advance but they they know how to put a story together they do though they they mm -hmm. actually do if they just had a if they just put a few more million in there <laughs> yeah just they could put on some disney some dreamworks kind of stuff they produce dolls for disney you guys have the connection yeah it's right there it's right there if disney can partner with kingdom hearts because of an elevator pitch why not mattel why not but 
the other thing as i i've completely forgot about that that kelly was supposed to be learning a, a fucking life lesson throughout this and then she pops up at the end and she goes she was painting her dreams okay kelly that didn't add anything to the story yeah kelly why are you here shut up kelly shut the fuck up <laughs> i only like you when your name's katrina <laughs> And I know that, like, made little me so happy to hear my name. I bet it did. I bet it did. Oh, my God. I'm famous. <laughs> That's me. That's me. I'm there. <laughs> but yeah, I felt like the being allowed to express yourself, I didn't, I didn't feel like that was, you know, like, the whole reason the story is being told is to teach Kelly that lesson. Just, like, just do. Don't think. Like, do your art. Just express yourself. I'll learn more about from, like, Penelope's storyline. Just be brave. Believe yeah. in yourself. I'm sure there's many things you take away from this, but yeah, I, yeah. I, would, I would think that, too. Yeah. And don't be a liar. Always tell the truth. Lying's ugly. Lying's, well, gothels. You can put a blonde wig on and you'll slay, <laughs> so it's fun. She, I mean, she kind of did, though. She while did. While lying, so. Mm -hmm. Always look good. That's the lesson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was like, some confusion with how biology works from Gothel. Yeah, she did. She had some shaky motives. Mm -hmm. Weird relationship with the weasel. I liked the dragon dad. He was cool. I don't have a whole lot of specific notes other than just like weird stuff that pops up in <laughs> this movie. But the two like night dudes that uh that were trying to go out and look for her they were fun they were funny there's always um there's always some the goofies yeah there's always some goofies in there mm -hmm. i like that uh hobbs is like my sciatica's acting up. oh my god i don't remember that line <laughs> he, when he's trying he's trying to distract gothel while rapunzel's trying to get back to the mm -hmm. to the room before she gets up there he's like i need your help like i need like a spell or something my sciatica's acting up <laughs> so embarrassing to be a rabbit that can't hop like he literally says that to her and i was, I was like what is, that's why the weasel thing i'm just like they knew what they were doing they knew what they were doing the rabbit says he has sciatica what child is gonna know what the fuck that is i barely know what that is i barely know what that is either it's just it's just your butt hurts like your lower <laughs> spine hurts if you sit like from like sitting too long or like you develop sciatica you gotta get lumbar support whatever mm -hmm. it's just why the fuck why does the rabbit have sciatica why was that his go-to? I was like, I need a, I need a potion or something. My sciatica is flaring up. <laughs> oh, but, all of that. But what did you have for your notes for this? Well, I had not seen this since I was like a small child. Mm -hmm. I also have, I think every girl has, if you had a Barbie, there's a story about you or a sibling cutting their hair. Mm -hmm. My sister, my mom specifically said, do not cut the hair of these Barbies. My sister took one of the Barbies, went underneath the bed, she gave her hair cut, and threw the hair away in the trash. When my mom was taking out the trash, she saw the clumps of hair and assumed my sister <laughs> cut my hair. Well, I told her not to cut the Barbie's hair. I didn't tell her not to cut Riley's hair. So, <laughs> so she, she ran in to make sure she I wasn't like missing a chunk or something. I, I could see her like manhandling your head. <laughs> like I'm just sitting there. She runs in and just make sure I don't have like a chunk of bang missing. <laughs> Which is something I'm very shocked that my sister never did. <laughs> <laughs> that's mom. a line you don't cross <laughs> so, yeah she knew better <laughs> yeah but she um oh my god i just love that story so much because I, yeah. I can only imagine my mom's horror going oh my god because it was a little blonde barbie i was a little blonde kid so she's like oh jesus christ she cut her hair <laughs> <laughs> 
Serena to this day has treated my head like a doll. Like she's like, she'd find Pinterest braids and be like, let me try this fun braid I do. <laughs> but she would, she tried to straighten with a flat iron the hair of one of my Bratz dolls and it immediately just melted off of it. <laughs> and I was God. like, what the fuck That's just are you plastic. doing? That's just plastic. Yeah, it's not real hair. It's not real. <laughs> I think um, there was a point where you could take off the wig of the Barbie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I took it off or you just kind of like start peeling Scalped. it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so she had all those little holes in her head. Ugh. I know you probably hate that. Ugh. But I was like, oh, it, that's where the hair grows out of. So I dunked her head in water and put her on a window seat. <laughs> You're trying, oh, you're trying, trying to grow her hair back. <laughs> She's a fucking I mean, plant. <laughs> doing that. That's why you're not a scientist. Yup. This, this is why I'm here. This is why, this is why I'm here. <laughs> you know, those chia, those chia seeds. Like, I understand your logic you as a kid. You understand logic. And yeah. I'm going to say right now, you couldn't make a Barbie like that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there is one. I'm sure like there a, is to some, some extent. collector's item of like a Barbie chia. Not just a chia, but like in a way where you could grow, it could grow, not hair, but uh, like something that resembles hair. I'm sure there is. I think the chia thing has to do with like this porousness of the the clay that mm-hmm. those little busts are made out of. Yeah, they just need water. If they're just sitting in water, they'll grow. So I think it it would spread out of the. It would though. It it honestly would. Do you remember seeing ads on TV for chia pets? Yes, all the time. To- like every commercial, there is a chia seed fucking commercial. Distinctly remember the Scooby Doo one. The Scooby Doo one, the Garfield one. Uh, there always be Bob Ross. Yeah. That, how did you think your hair grew? What do you mean? My hair? Yeah, it sounds like you combined the logic of two things and said Barbie meets in the middle of my head and Chia's it was, pets. I don't know what. Dude, <laughs> you want me to explain myself at six? No, no, no. No, I I, I don't think that would clear it up. I'm just saying. That must have been it. You were like, my hair grows out of my head. <laughs> She's got holes. <laughs> She's got holes. That's like a Chia pet. The hair had to come, come from somewhere. You know, water your Barbies every morning. Dunk. See, I would just put them all in a, in the bathtub with me. Oh yeah, that was a yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, I would actually. I had this tub, and I would fill the tub. It was like this. Somebody gave. I don't know what, who the fuck thought this was a good gift for a child. I mean, I enjoyed it. Mm. It was just like a bussing tub, but it was like a pretend one, like for bussing tables. It was filled with these little plastic plates and cups and stuff that I think like it's supposed to be like kids plates and stuff. Like that's just how they packaged it. Okay, but it came with a little serving tray. And yeah. I would steal kids' menus, not steal, because <laughs> they gave them to you. Mm-hmm. And I would take them home, and I would play waitress with my little yeah, my little tray. You put your little thumb in the hole, and you mm-hmm. hold the tray. But they came with this fucking bussing tub, like it was a, working at a fucking restaurant. <laughs> I would fill that with water, float it in the tub while I was in it, and they would have their bath while I had my bath. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah we drugged everything and everything into the bathtub that we could. I brought an umbrella. <laughs> I had a little Sesame Street umbrella. What did you? Th- what did? What was? I, you know, I'm not gonna ask. Singing in the rain, man. Da 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 da. You know what's messed up? Poor mother. I know. I know. It was a struggle for my mother to get me to bathe. Yours it was like trying to keep you out of the fucking bathroom you know, unsupervised. For real. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Jesus Christ, what did you think was gonna fucking happen? <laughs> singing in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
my god. Did you turn the shower on? <laughs> Oh my god, your poor mother. Your poor mother. <laughs> She's probably still grieving over your almost hair loss. <laughs> the heart attack she must have had. Sorry, I took a huge detour. No, you're we, <laughs> we both did. I went way we back both to my did. Oh my god. That is so fucking funny. I never told you that. No, you've never told me that. Oh, I love so moments funny. like these where I learn something new about you. I, swear, I have a memory. I'm like Oh, yeah. I did that. I did that. <laughs> I haven't. But um, did you ever take them to, like, the pool with you? Oh, yeah, of course. I, if we could bring a toy anywhere, we did. Like, it was just a given. Yeah, they went in the pool. They went in the bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, your thoughts on Rapunzel? <laughs> <laughs> I just have one thought about this movie. It's different than when I remember as a child. It is, but it isn't. Yeah. That, like, the magic's kind of gone. I remember a lot of it, and I don't remember a lot of it. Yeah. Flashes of it. Like, it... Flashes, yeah. I love the dress scene. Mm-hmm. Sparkly. Sparkly. I love the contemporary ones that she did. I don't know why, but, like, that one, I love the colors. It just, I don't know why it just hits, but... Yeah. I'm trying to think of something that you haven't said already. Yeah. This happened last week, too. It's like, there's not a whole... There's not a lot to comment on. Like, it's yeah. good. I liked it. I love the paint swatches in this movie. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I just kind of do, like, the blue and that red. I don't know why. It just... Mm, I don't know. Those colors look good together. It, it was just, like the little clumps of paint, like in the, I don't know how to say it. In the palette? Yeah, on the palette. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I get it. It just spoke to your eyes. I don't know, but I couldn't tell you why. No? As much as I didn't remember a lot of it, I still had that like nostalgia. I feel like we learned pretty fast how to use computers and how to turn on the VCR and mm -hmm. how to rewind v VHS tapes. And it, it brought me back to that time, even though I was watching it on fucking, I, bought, I rented it on fucking YouTube. Yeah. I miss that. I, miss, I do like, too. Like the, remember um, the basement yard was talking about like the VH, the actual VS cover, VHS covers. Oh, the set, the crunchies. The crunchies. Mm -hmm. Something about popping those open. Loved it. I miss it. The smell of the tape. Do you remember the smell of the tapes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would chew on the cover. It just gave good mouthfeel. Okay. They were talking about that, too. I don't think I ever did that. I'm trying to remember. I don't think I did. I can feel it in my mouth right now. Don't. Nobody clip that. <laughs> this is so funny. They were talking about the same thing. They were literally talking about the same stuff. I don't think I've seen that clip. That's so funny. They're literally talking about what you're talking about. Like, they would... Like, they would chew on them. Yeah, it, like, you you go to squish that, and you tell me you didn't want to put that in your mouth, and, like... I don't know what... I, I don't remember chewing on them, specifically. Coming from the person who fucking bit a lip smacker. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, me too, but, like, it's less surprising <laughs> for me, because I also was eating everything. Ate fucking um, Play-Doh, like... I would mix the Play-Doh to make it look like poop. <laughs> do, you, oh. do you ever do that? The, again, I think it would have been chaos if we knew each other as children. Because <laughs> I would make it look like poop, and then tell my mom the dog pooped. <laughs> and I would walk up with you and take a bite out of it. <laughs> it's probably for the best. I think it is. I think it That's is. That's so fucking funny. I love that. <laughs> but no, it has fucking, like, I want to find a VHS. No, because that'll be gross. It's been everywhere. <laughs> I don't think I could, as an adult, put it in my, like, put a VHS tape cover in my mouth. Yeah. But I can, lit I literally can feel it. The satisfaction of chewing on that thing. DVDs don't feel the same, you know? They're not the same. They're too hard. <laughs> 
So other than, um, it's just very nostalgic. This movie was super nostalgic. Oh, yeah. I have hardly to say anything about the movie. I have so much to say about that time period, which I guess is a good representation of what I thought about this movie. It's just, I thought it was great because I watched it as a kid. I was like, wow, you know? Yeah. We didn't watch Princess and the Popper as a kid. We still enjoyed that. But like to add the nostalgia of just remembering the whole process of putting the movie on and like the feeling of the just, it brings like the child like wonder back. The goofy. Yeah, there aren't a lot of things from childhood that I can like put on and like feel that. Like it's like putting on like an old Winnie the Pooh movie or something. Mm -hmm. It's just pure joy. I just want to be a kid again. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not have to pay taxes. And not have to pay taxes. I want to play the old computer games that I used to play as a kid. Because we had ones that, like, you had to put, like, it was like a DVD into the thing. Yeah. I played this one, and I want to know the name of it so bad. It was this monster one, and they were hosting a party, and you had to go into each room. You could do different things. Oh, I wonder what it is. We had a big box. I couldn't even tell you what. Probably a Windows. I, I, it probably it wasn't a Mac. I think that they were the only ones. Yeah, they were the only ones around. It's not like we could afford a Mac. <laughs> I remember begging for a SpongeBob like racing game yeah. that was on the computer, and I I got it home, and it was Mac only, and I was like, Oh, that must have been devastating. It was so upsetting. It just sat on the computer desk and just taunted me mm. the rest of my life. Damn. What monsters. <laughs> party i'm seeing if i can find anything Mm -hmm. uh was it sesame street no it wasn't sesame street i couldn't even tell you what it was monsters if you show wait so was it a castle i don't think it was a castle it was like a house it was like a monster party i'm talking about like 2000 this had to be 2004 you can't do this to me because i have to know (laughs) the answer is it this oh oh, that's it that's it send it to me it's called huggy saves the turtles Wait, send it. Hold on, hold on. It looked just like that. Hold on, send it. It's probably like a a series of games or something. Oh, that's definitely what it was. Oh, we found it. Yeah, Hugly Sleepover is probably the one you played. It's probably what it is because remember being in the kitchen, you can make like little goops. Yeah, stuff. here. This is the Hugly Sleepover one. Oh my god, I can't believe we found it. Oh my god. I'm telling you, you bring it up, I'll <laughs> fucking find it. Yes, I remember that you could click on different things in the room. I've never seen this before. Oh, like this is like a this is like a little little kid. I was like four. It looks like it. I can't believe you found that. That's insane. Listen, I know how to Google things. <laughs> okay. We took a huge detour. I'm so sorry. We did. We picked nostalgia. We're going to get some nostalgia. Exactly. Oh my god. I've been thinking about that. Just every once in a while, like, I remember playing that game all the time. I'm going to buy it tonight. I'm going to play it. <laughs> I'm going to do Oh my god. So, to sum up mine. Yeah. Nostalgia. Open up a portal. <laughs> that through the roof. Through the roof. I think we should move on before we start another. Before I have a random memory. <laughs> before, yeah, before one of us goes, do you remember? <laughs> do- Cat, find this. Find this. <laughs> Cat, look of. <laughs> I'm like the dude from Kim Possible in the computer, <laughs> you know? All right, that's the last one. That's the last one. All right, moving on to Craig Reviews. There was only one, and I tried doing that thing where you Googled other ones. I got to a Tumblr one. It was like 18 pages long. I know, I found a Tumblr one too. I was like, nope, nope. not doing it. Nope. So I'm going to read her one review, but I have a, I have some good audience ones that I think will back up. I bet. It's by Rachel Wagner. She wrote this back in 2018. Did you give it out 7 out of 10 stars? The Barbie movies are an interesting phenomenon. On the surface, they are clearly made for little girls who play with Barbie dolls by Mattel Toys. 
the pink or purple palette alone gives that perception. They are also made for DVD sales and never released in theaters, which bring with it a certain reputation for bad quality. The rendering on all of them could be better, but every time I have convinced a friend to give the series a shot, they will walk away saying, that was a lot better than I thought it would be. <laughs> which, yeah, to be fair, they are. Literally, that's what we said, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is with this in mind that I'm excited to talk about the Barbie films for Indie Animation Club, and I hope that some of you will give them a shot and have a positive experience. Today we are starting with the second Barbie release called Barbie as Rapunzel. This is a different take on the story of Rapunzel, but it's a surprisingly well-written, performed, and produced. Okay, well I guess Penelope's lesson relates to Kelly's, because like, you gotta believe it, you gotta believe that you're a badass dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Then you, then you can fly. And- then you can fly. <laughs> In this version, Rapunzel is locked in her tower with a friendly dragon and a worrisome rabbit. She amuses herself by painting pictures of her dreams. Mother Gothel hates Rapunzel's hobbies but does not stop her. Rapunzel and Barbie are voiced by Kelly Sheridan and Mother Gothel is voiced by Angelica Houston. They both do a wonderful job in their roles. Barbie could have been an airhead kind of role but not in the hands of Sheridan. She's a sweet, kind, and thoughtful character. She's perfect as Barbie. She honestly is. Without spoilers, there's also a nice message in Barbie as Rapunzel. Little Kelly learns to dream and put those dreams into her paintings to let her art be part of her, to express herself, and that's when it really becomes art. These are the kind of sweet, simple messages little girls need to hear. In addition to a great story and voice casting, the music in Barbie as Rapunzel is strong. There are no songs, but the score has choral notes to it, and it's performed by the London Symphony Orchestra. It has a bit of an Enya feel that I enjoy. I really respect that Mattel put in the effort to make a direct-to-DVD Barbie movie as good as Barbie as Rapunzel is. I see many theatrical releases that do not have the same effort put into them. The animation is not top tier, but everything else is really great. The film has a great story, music, characters, and message. What more could you ask for? Same with Princess and the Popper. Like, yeah, the animation is what it is, but everything else, it's giving everything they can put into it. That, that's what kind of makes them great. Yeah, they put effort in where it counts. Exactly. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of budget for the CGI. It is what it is, but everything else is pretty good. I'm not looking at it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm closing my eyes and listening. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing I disagree. I think she also just, she lays it out pretty fairly. And yeah, it's a it's a really, it's a really good movie to show to young girls, I think. Yeah. That's a really sweet message. It's an important message. I totally agree. So I'm going to go ahead and move on to audience reviews. It's a 10 out of 10 from INDB titled A Magnificent Classic. Barbie has slayed once again. <laughs> uh, it was written in 2022. I remember watching this movie when I was younger and being completely and totally in love with Barbie. I still am today. Watching this classic brought me warmth and comfort, nostalgia feeling of being young and believing in magic and love and Barbie's strength with unpatriarchal stereotypes. I loved it. Exactly what we've been saying. True. Three and a half stars. Honestly, the lack of effort in the design of the male char- characters in Barbie movies compared to the female characters is hysterical. Rapunzel really married a freaking Lego headman at the end. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was another thing. Like, all all the princess-related movies, I can see what the prince looks like in my head. Like, I, I can visualize them. I watched this thing. I actually watched it three times. <laughs> I can't picture Stefan in my head. He's a plank board. It's just, it's a blob. <laughs> they slapped some eyes and a nose and a mouth on something. Mm-hmm. And I said, love interest. All their money went to the big dragon and Gothel. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And Kelly's forehead. And Kelly's forehead. You know what <laughs> How much money did that cost? You know how megabytes that took up? <laughs> this next one's five stars. No, because this is generally a great film. The cinematography rocks and there ain't a plot hole in sight and Barbie is a badass. I include this one just because this person wrote out the word ain't, which I just love. There ain't a plot hole in sight. I just love it because like I, 
you, I never see that word actually written out. That isn't a quote. <laughs> love that. Love it. Love it. Barbie never found the portal before. Like she didn't go snooping. She was really that diligent. She just didn't well, snoop around. The spoon landed on the uh, goblin's head and the goblin's head moved down. And that was the staircase. I mean, the goblin gives such witchy vibes. I would have been pulling everything. Mm-hmm. She's too nosy not to find that thing. My thing is, so she's lived in the tower her whole life or in this house or whatever. I know she's paying from her dreams, but you kind of have to see things in order to dream them why is she paying the ocean or the beach she's never seen that she didn't know there was a kingdom next to her how the fuck does she know there's an ocean she didn't know what a castle looks like she's never been outside maybe she had books with pictures i don't know yeah oh that's true yeah all right give her credit dang it you foiled that whole plot (laughs) that i was gonna say that's a plot hole but you foiled it no maybe just get some dirt and fill that hole in for (laughs) you because there ain't a plot hole inside nice try (laughs) nice try five stars prince stefan has never had a thought in his head bless his heart (laughs) he's just there bless his little heart bless his heart Mm -hmm. this is a one star from letterbox the animation and camera work is noticeably better than nutcrackers but the story is worse so a good time though my favorite parts were at the start when a big purple dragon (laughs) dragon just came out of nowhere i didn't see it on the cover so i didn't know that the story would have dragons and when the little girl fell in the hole that came out of nowhere (laughs) (laughs) it did though i was like why is there a pit with spikes in it right next to the castle where they know the children play (laughs) that's a hole they didn't fill yeah that's the plot hole that's the hole (laughs) why the fuck was that there why was that there i mean it was to catch like the enemy wilhelm wilhelm yeah but he's not a child i like this one because it's also true her hair is not even that long it's to the floor i love it when she cuts her hair and you know okay i'm thinking of tangled when she cuts her hair she gives her like a bob and this is like it's still past her shoulder it's it's past her shoulder blade she still has considerably long hair Yeah, because I remember everybody being like, why the fuck did he cut that much of her hair off? He could have snipped the ends. He could have fucking snipped the ends (laughs) and gave her a fucking bob. She looked great. I think she looked good. I think he knew what he was doing. He was like, she needs a bob. Yeah, we are the spokespeople for getting a bob. I love a bob. Me too. A bob with bangs? Hey, we've seen Amelie enough times, okay? We know how good that looks. I love a bob. I'm not complaining. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was watching the movie and I forgot. So she's in the pit. She has to grab her to pull her from the pit. I'm like, oh, this is where she's going to use her hair. No, it's a whole struggle. And she has to end up grabbing her. Stefan has to come save them both and grab them both. I'm like, just use your hair. That's what it's for. That's what the movie was set up to do. So I will actually say that's a complaint. That's a complaint a little bit. Tangled does an overcorrection and gives her the most hair I've ever seen in my life. It's kind of cool. Fuck magic powers. My head hurts. Do you know, do you, so, so you know how he cuts her hair with like a sword, gives her a bob? Mm-hmm. That's the nicest way that could end up looking. Imagine he had yeah. like a razor and just went. <laughs> down the of head. <laughs> just gives her a buzz cut. It'd probably do the same thing. It just, it just the connection. It just, it just gives her mm. fucking donut, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Disney has a bad track record of making people think that knives could cut their hair like that oh it's so bad it's so fucking mulan you know girls who just <laughs> it does not look it does not end up looking it oh i love that <laughs> it looks like this whenever you get out fucking lopsided and chunky oh god if you're gonna cut your own hair use scissors please use scissors and try to get ones you can sharpen and at least watch a youtube tutorial not brad mondo though he's the reason i gave myself a mullet (laughs) fuck that guy (laughs) 
He told me I could oh, do it at home. <laughs> he gave, he boosted my confidence. Oh. And he doesn't even have a valid hair license. He doesn't? No. Mm. I remember like watching his videos and like watching people ruin their hair. And he goes, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. You're going to ruin it. You're going to ruin it. At the end, they will look fine. He goes, yeah, it looks fine. <gasps> oh my God. It actually turned out. They just got lucky, guys. They just got lucky. Buy my hair products. Buy my hair products. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a whole side of TikTok that's fully fuck Brad Mondo. And I'm on that train. <laughs> Gave me false confidence in myself to give myself a fucking mullet. <laughs> fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Uh, this is a one star. What? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this one. This one caught me off so off guard. <laughs> this is a one star for Letterboxd. Rather be watching Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Why? <laughs> What's the most out of pocket movie you can mention on this? This has to be it. This has to be it. Tropic Thunder. This has Jesus to be my Christ. favorite. This has to be my favorite. Oh my god. I almost choked on my vape. <laughs> I forgot I put this one in. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Uh, one star. Who needs this when Tangled 2010 exists? Well, okay. Some it didn't exist until 2010. in the 90s, 1998, and this was it for 12 fucking yeah. years. So, yeah. <laughs> here, you know? As we've heard, I abandoned this one whenever Tangled came out. Exactly. Like, I switch sides. <laughs> like, it is what it is. Yeah, Tangle's obviously better, but this is what we had. <laughs> hey, I can't help that I was born in 1999. <laughs> I can't help. Take pity on us. 11, 12 years without Tangled. This was it. This was it. This is what we had. <laughs> we had to walk to school uphill both ways. You kids have it good nowadays. Yeah. You fucking participation trophies, you're tangled. You're fucking tangled. <laughs> One star. The star goes entirely to Terry Classen for his work as Fat Swordsman slash Baker. <laughs> I didn't put him in the cast. I apologize. Uh, so. How dare you? I know. He was the funny one. He is the funny one. So shout out Terry Classen. Thank you for those roles in this movie. Yeah. The next one is from Letterboxd. It's a one star. Watched this a few times about 20 years ago with my sister, close in age to me. My other sister gave my other sister a 10 Barbie movie collection for her birthday. Since this is the one we watched the most back in the day, we decided to rewatch it. It's very bad. I like how bad the animation is. <laughs> I will say though, I think some Disney people definitely took from this movie to make Tangled. Quite a few similarities that aren't in the original story, also the ferret. It was fun to revisit this, but I don't think I'd watch it again. If you haven't seen it for, I wouldn't recommend you seek it out. Fair. There's a certain amount of like, did you grow up watching Barbie movies? Go watch it again. If you didn't, you probably won't get it, but I do love like, it's very bad, but I like how bad the animation is though. I, I get that sentence. I get it. Oh yeah. It's like the movie Hoodwinked. The animation's fucking garbage. <gasps> oh, it's crap. But it, I do love that movie. <laughs> yeah. Five stars. The weasel around the attack of this neck does two things that really make me uncomfy. One, moans before every line. And then two, calls the antagonist mistress. I mean, the dragon does too. But he's, the weasel says it in such a yeah. sexual way. It's so purposely sexual. It's so gross. Hugo sounds like he does not want to be saying it. Oh no, he's like, I'm doing this for my life and my daughter's life. Mistress. <laughs> <laughs> the... <w> <laughs> The weasel. He's so disgusting. Oh my god. Curtis Connor says that like if he he says that if you took him off of her shoulders, you'd hear 
I'm about to vomit. That's nasty. Oh my god. Four stars from Letterboxd. There was literally no reason to make... Oh, I'm not saying this one, actually. Actually, I pulled this up one. I pulled this one up so I could talk about how gross y'all are on Letterboxd. Y'all will sexualize anything. Feral. Y'all are feral. Daddy dragon. No. Y'all are nasty. The handy mandy thing was over the line. I can't believe... I can't believe it. I can't believe what y'all consider <laughs> well who was your first cartoon crush oh if you're if you're gonna be so uh, sitting up there on your high horse might as well tell the peasants <laughs> down here who your favorite fucking cartoon character was it a dinosaur you fucking freak no it wasn't a dinosaur okay this one's fair i know i'm not the only one <laughs> Is it Robin Hood? Robin Hood's one of them, and I'm not the only one. Oh, oh, and you're judging these hold people on, hold on, hold on, for hold Daddy Dilf Dragon. I still think that's less weird than whatever the fuck they're talking about to the, uh... Well, because he's anthropomorphized, you fucking furry? <laughs> I, I, yeah. Gotcha. You're really not making a case here. I'm just saying the dragon, it's on four <laughs> So it's not it's not anthropomorphized enough. I'm not the only one. Those were two very normal ones. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying your high horse isn't that tall. It's (laughs) it is higher. (laughs) I'm not. I didn't go this low. (laughs) Anyway, I'm moving on. Moving on. (laughs) Four and a half. Although all those click clacks of everyone's shoes, puree, Samar. Click clacks, no music. No music. The sound production was put to work. The Foley department on this movie. Mm-hmm. Half a star. <laughs> not to be problematic, but that rabbit. Oh, no, I'm not reading this one either. I wanted to point out how hey, weird y'all are. Hey, <laughs> hey I don't know. Your argument stands here. He stands on two legs. He stands on two legs. What's your fucking... What's your deal with this one? No. How are they different? No, how no. How are they fucking different? No, no, what, no. because he has sciatica? Are you prejudiced <laughs> against the rabbit? Because his ass is so fat it gave him sciatica? That's that's the reason. <laughs> moving on no questions no questions last last review and then i'm hanging up 10 out of 10 best movie ever ran to 2017 this is the best movie in the world penelope was my favorite character by far she's so sweet and nice and kind and cool and purple and pretty and dragony wow and that bunny was so funny i had such a good time watching this movie with my friend it was really really good it was such a nice quality for such an old movie and oh my god that plot to twist at the end i'm dead was not expecting that at all 10 out of 10 best movie ever and almost read sarcastic but they give it a 10 out of 10 so i i believe that they enjoyed it a lot yeah just preteen to teenage stream of consciousness writing like the the aquamarine one where it's like my best friend was there she's so sweet and nice and kind and cool and purple and pretty and that is all one sentence i love a descriptive word i do too they nail it. I'm there. And it is purple and it is pretty and it is dragony. I love the like surprised emoji. I'm dead. Like that's so 2017. <laughs> yeah. That was our last review. If you had to rate this movie, how would you rate it? What did we what did we do with Princess of the Popper? Was it we did like four or five or something? I think I gave it a five. Just straight in the middle, like yeah. it is what it is kind of thing. I think I'm gonna give this a six since we did watch this as kids and it brought back so many so many memories of weird shit we did as children. <laughs> yes. Mainly you having an umbrella in the shower. <laughs> I can't believe I never told you that story. That's like, I can't believe that's like a- I can't believe your mother hasn't told me that. Like <laughs> Yeah, I think I would go with a, a 6, a 6 out of 10. I would go with 6 out of 10, too. That's fair. Yeah. 
But do you have anything else you wanted to say? No, I think I've said everything. I think I've said too much of this episode. Yeah, you want to admit anything else to me today? No, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm not talking to you anymore. We, co- we covered a lot of ground, I'll say. <laughs> I've said too much. <laughs> but I'll I'll move on so you can you can gather yourself over there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> If you have any movies that you want to suggest to us, if you have a movie that you really liked as a kid that you'd like us to watch and review, you can send us those recommendations on Instagram at Easy Big Takes. We also have a TikTok at Easy Big Takes. We have our website where we post our review overviews and transcripts of our episodes. That's easybigtakespodcast.com. And we also have a Letterboxd account where you can follow us. And don't forget to follow, share, and leave a review wherever you listen because it really helps us out a lot. And thank you so much for listening. My name is Kat. I'm Riley. This has been Easy Big Takes. Easy watching out there. Bye. Bye.